This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Wilts Couture, information technology expert at Newcore Steel in Jackson and Flowood, and IT instructor at Holmes Community College, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Foam Surgeons in Hattiesburg. With tax laws changing, um, changes making recent headlines, the tax deadlines right around the corner, it can all be a bit overwhelming. So today we will discuss Tax Time Tech with our special guest, Emily Cornell, CPA and cost accountant for New Course Deal in Flowood. To be a part of this conversation or to ask any general tech question, give us a call this morning at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can email the show at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Wilt Couture, information technology expert at Newcore Steel in Jackson and Flowood, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Sur- Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Yes, it's that time again. It's tax time. But don't fret, because today we're discussing tax time tech with our special guest, Emily Cornell. She's a CPA and cost accountant with Newcore Steel in Flowood. We will discuss everything from do-it-yourself services to ensuring the right tax software. If you'd like to be part of this conversation, please give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can email the show at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Well, good morning, fellas. Good morning. Jeremy, good morning. Man, this is my first time back live on the air since, uh, oh, 2017. It is, it is. Jeremy, are you with us? Jeremy. Jeremy. Sorry, sorry, uh, I was on mute. I'm here. Hello. Oh. You and that dang mute button, man. <laughs> well, you know, you don't want to get the background noises like dogs barking. Oh, no, we don't. Well, you know what? I thought I was going to have Ruff. you both in the studio. Ruff. You hear this dog here in the studio, <laughs> little baby dog. <laughs> well, you know, I thought I was going to have you b- both in the studio with me today, but you know what? We're going to try for next week, right? Yeah, that's right. The family together once again. Yes, indeed. That's but right. we have a, you know, we have a guest in the house today. Miss Emily Cornell. Thank you, thank you. CPA. Thank you. Wow. Well, we're going to talk to you in just a little bit, but I had heard from a little birdie that uh, Jeremy has a poem that he wants to recite in the beginning of the show. Yes, awesome. yes, very untraditional. I was uh, I was so inspired by our subject of the day that I, I had to get this out of my system. Oh, by the way, it's super corny. Um, we expect days, nothing less. Right, right. These days, it's pretty 1040 easy to do your taxes <laughs> aided by technology. We file on time via CPU or CPA. It helps take some of the stress away. So that's why the subject today is taxes and tech. Let's do it. Ooh, I Ooh, like, I like that. it. Oh, that wait, let's awesome. snap our fingers, guys. Snap our fingers. Thank you. I'll give you three <laughs> stamps in a Z formation. He is crazy <laughs> in living color. Yes. He is. <laughs> yes. He really is. Men's on films. <laughs> okay. So now that we have that out the way, I love that poem, by the way. Yeah, and that you was know, you. and you talked about CPAs, and you talk about uh, taxes, and we have an expert in the house. Not a te- not a technology expert, but you do a lot. I am with so technology. not a technology expert. <laughs> I can attest to this. Oh wow! You say I can't. It's not working. It's just not working. And he comes to the office and hits a button, and it works every day. See? Yeah. Look at that. Well, Emily, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you. I moved to Mississippi about five years ago. I work with Wilts at Newcore Steel and Jackson. We have two kids. They're both in band, and um, they love to play loud music. <laughs> yes, they do. If you have any band kids, you know that. <laughs> okay, and what do you do with the new, at New Course Deal? I am a cost accountant, which is probably the most boring accountant thing you could be, <laughs> and I love it. 
which is why I'm a nerd. <laughs> so you welcome to the nerd bunch. You're welcome. Yes. This is the nerd it's show. Definitely a nerd herd up in here. <laughs> You are with your people. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> I have found my tribe. <laughs> and this must be a very busy and fun time of year for you. You know, it depends upon what accounting you're in, but it's pretty much always busy. Mm-hmm. You're either closing out for the month, you're closing out for the year. If you're in tax, you're doing your quarterly taxes. Everybody mm-hmm. in personal, you do it once a year, but businesses do quarterly reviews. Yes. It's just always fun. Right. And uh, like we were saying off air, my mom is a uh, CPA, so I grew up watching her do this but away from it i i never understood why she wanted to be one and you know before me that happened before me but i mean she like you said she gets into it she loves it i think it drives her if you like details Mm -hmm. if you like putting the little pieces together and making sure that they all fit and they all tie out then you'll like and and it's um it's a profession that chooses you you know, you can try to choose it, but then it, it won't work if it's not for you. I believe all professions are like that. Once you yes. find your destiny and find out what your your calling is, then yeah. you know it's right when you feel You know it's right when you yes. feel it. When you start lighting up talking about taxes or, you know, reconciling <laughs> accounts and everybody else is glazed over, then, you know, that's for you. It's your Kind of like Wilts right now, glazed over, you know. Oh, we'll get wait, computers I'm and about tech. to school for accounting, though. You oh, know, yeah, you so. are. Or yeah. how about when Wilt and Jeremy talk about technology uh java now we're like yeah i like java in my cup exactly (laughs) (laughs) especially jeremy he is very very passionate about the uh, technology world jeremy really you are really (laughs) and we go back you know a little a little just just Um, a tad yeah i would say this is definitely a a profession that shows me because uh believe it or not um i i at one point wanted to go into theater wanted to be an actor um, you know, I do my little voices and stuff, so you can kind of see it come through. But, um, yeah, I I tried to do that, and then I just, I don't know, the computer world called me back. So I just enrolled in every class I could in high school and just soaked up knowledge like a sponge. Wow. So we're going to um, be taking your calls about tax software, about uh, if you're thinking about doing your taxes yourself versus um, asking a professional to do it, you can ask those questions as well. The number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can always email the show at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now let's start this great tax conversation with the age-old question, which Java and I talked this morning. Should you do your taxes yourself or should you go to a professional? Oh, Age-old question. That is a qu- good question. The bottom line is that no matter who prepares your taxes, whether you're preparing them at home on paper or software, software's come such a long way, it's so much easier to use now. Or if you go and take it to a professional, ultimately when that is filed, you are responsible for whatever's on the form. Um, in this day and age with all the data breaches, it's more important than ever to know what is being filed in your name. And if you think about it, your income for the year, a lot of personal financial data, your social security number, there is a lot of important information that's on there. So wh- whether you go is going to be some questions you need to ask for yourself. The biggest one is how much time can you commit? If you don't have a lot of time, turning it over to a professional is always going to be the easiest way you'll pay for it. But if you don't have a lot of time, that's probably going to be your best bet. You rushing through it without giving it enough time and attention, that could be dangerous also. I didn't know is not a good excuse. Yeah, I don't think you want to. I don't think the IRS accepts that one too well. The no. Ignor- How's it go? Ignorance of the law is uh, no excuse. No so. excuse. And, you know, they publish a ton of information if you've ever gone on their website. So they're, you know. We, I mean, it's overwhelming, them. actually. It is. It, it, it can be. And we'll kind of yeah. get to that a little bit later about how to find some something. But every line has pretty much its own little booklet on more questions to raise about it. So I know it can get overwhelming, but not every line is going to pertain to you. So if you are limited for time, have a professional do it. If you are not limited for time, it's always a good idea to at least once do it yourself and then maybe have a professional review it. Are you talking to me, Emily? Not necessarily specifically. (laughs) We had a conversation (laughs) off uh, air. I tell her, of course, I'm spoiled. My mom does my taxes every year. And I don't think about it. I give her my information, and it's done, like magically, like a little elf. It's done. Yeah. Uh, you said that you had your daughter do hers for the first time last year. She thought it was going to be complicated. She had switched jobs in the middle of the year, and two W-2s was going to be complicated. And I had to explain to her that that, does, that doesn't count for a complicated <laughs> return. She didn't own a house. Uh, 
I think, you know, anything out there was no medical d expense deductions. I think the most difficult thing that you can do right now, you're not a landlord. She's not running a side business. She doesn't have, you know, nobody's passed away and given her their income. And that's a whole ball of wax that we can get into later. Okay. There's, a, there's a bunch of situations that are, are specific that, you know, if you worry about them and you're like, how am I going to do this? That's probably the thing where you need to go talk to a professional. And many times you can talk to a professional, by the way, about that specific situation and do the rest of your taxes and just get guidance on that specific issue. But pay the professional when Please. you talk to them. If you're calling your friend and she's a tax preparer or a CPA or an accountant and you talk to her more than 10 minutes, she needs to get paid for that time. That's just a disclaimer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank or you. Or at least bring some cookies, cake, <laughs> lunch, you know, uh, really, really good you know, you can barter, or something. You can barter services. And some people, depending upon what their position is, if they they may not be able to answer your question, even if they are a friend, they, they may be per, um, not permitted to do that right. for, for various different reasons. Right. Yeah, I know with the software, I mean, when I uh, – Whenever I started my own business a while back, I, you know, I, I had that in my mind. Oh, my gosh, this is going to be super-duper complicated, et cetera, et cetera. I ended up kind of uh, getting someone else to do them for me. And once I got those forms back, I looked at it and said, there ain't nothing to this. This, this, not is, this is not hard. Yeah, it really wasn't that bad because there's a whole bunch of, <laughs> you know, it, it was one of those I took a little bit of time. And I've really found, you know, the last few years I've been using the software. And just using the the info button. Oh, what do they mean by that? And just kind of you know, it's usually a two, three, four sentence little blurb to let me know. And it's really helped me to understand because I think I really like the point that you made early on, Emily. And that is is that it doesn't matter who does your taxes. Ultimately, if the IRS has an issue with it, you're going to be the one in the hot seat. So it, exactly. it really whether someone else does them or you do them, it's in all of our best interest to at least understand what's going on. Right. Yeah, if you're a business owner or a landlord, somebody that has that kind of a side hustle going on, so to speak, you need to pay a little bit more extra attention to those forms. And if you have the time, definitely do it yourself. Some people legitimately don't, but right. know what's going on in there. So, Jeremy, how do you handle your situation? Um, I consult with a CPA whenever I have, like, really difficult questions, um, but I actually do most of my own through TurboTax. Okay. And we're going to talk about the different types of tax software a little sure. bit later in the show. If you have questions, again, please give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. And online at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We're going to uh, take our first break, but when we get back, we will continue with our CPA, Emily Cornell. Uh, phone lines are open, like I said. Give us a call if you have any soft tax software questions or if you have any general tech questions you know wilton jeremy are here to answer those questions we'll be right back after this break From the Capitol steps to your front door, MPB News covers the state like no one else. Our team of award-winning journalists keeps you informed on the news affecting your life. MPB News, online at mpbonline.org and on MPB Think Radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Rick DeShazo for Southern Remedy. Each Wednesday, we answer your calls on health issues of interest to you. They range from medical questions on kids, young adults, baby boomers, and seniors. Whatever you need to know. Join me for Southern Remedy this morning at 11 on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Everyday tech, and that's right, it's money time. You hear that? Change coins. 
don't hear any paper money falling. I don't think you can. And we're discussing tax time technology with our guest, Emily Cornell. She's a CPA and cost accountant for Newcore Steel in Flowood. And our tech experts, of course, are on duty, Wilt Contreras and Jeremy Thompson. Now, to join our conversation or to ask any general tech question, give us a call this morning at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can email the show at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, before the break, we were discussing, is it best to do your taxes yourself or to obtain a professional. Now, let's continue with that and talk a um, bit about, uh, did we answer all the questions? Just say if someone says, well, I'm, I had a child this year or I got married this year. Those things don't make it too too difficult. You think a change makes it difficult, but it doesn't, correct? No, there the things really just... Uh, to give you kind of some idea of what would be an advanced or more of a complex, mm-hmm. you know, like we mentioned before, if you're a landlord and you have rental properties, if you have a side business or a side hustle, you might have some people have a couple different things going on, keeping those separated. That might be a little bit different. Um, a lot of people don't think about it. If your wife is in direct sales, that's a side business. You mm-hmm. get a, a 1099 from there. So that could be kind of simple, depending upon if you won some outrageous prizes, you might have a little bit of a, of a tax consequence there. If you have a lot of investment income, if your bank is telling you they gave you 12 cents this year, that's not a lot of investment income <laughs> in your checking account. <laughs> 12 cents. <laughs> you, yeah. you know, if you have a lot. Um, stock, you meaning stocks and bonds? Stocks and, and bonds. And, and if you've cashed out retirement, if you're in retirement age, then you might be dealing with some of um, investment income, depending upon if you have, especially if you had mixed portfolios, okay. some pretext post-tax, you might have a little bit more. Um, you might want to talk with somebody about that make sure you don't over or under report what, right. what you have to. Um, the biggest thing, I think I mentioned this before, was there's income in respect to a decedent. You're seeing this more and more where a child is going to inherit mom or dad's retirement funds, retirement pensions. And when the retirement happened or when the initial event took place, the taxes were paid on that. But now it's gone down to the child. So how do they report the taxes when they're withdrawing that? That gets a little bit more tricky, and you may want to talk to somebody about that situation. And as our population gets older, that may be happening. Okay. Yeah. That's good. So now we've decided if we're going to do it ourselves, we decided if we're going to take it to a professional. So just say we decided we're going to do it ourselves. So where do you start? There are actually oh. um, free software, which free, sometimes you're like, free? How good can free be? <laughs> you know, um, the, there's 13, there's a coalition of 13 free software providers. And I went and I looked up, I have a note here too. I went and I looked up, they did a, a security check on the ones that were available last year. There may be more that are coming out this year. Um, some of them may be new, so they may not have run this audit. Uh, some of the free software doesn't allow you to file free state taxes so it becomes not quite as free some of the free software is maybe not as user-friendly but it's still free depending upon um, where you go the ones that that i would recommend if you are really cautious and this is your first time filing online by yourself but you you know listen and realize you don't have that complex stuff ordinary course of life buying a house selling a house that's not going to be that difficult the user friendliness and talking you through many of them offer options they'll have a big list you know did any of these happen to you did you move did you change jobs you know, did you add a child that type of thing TurboTax, tax act h&r block tax slayer and freetax.com all offer free state free federal and they passed an audit over 80 percent of a security audit on the internet website itself just to make sure everything was correct not not everybody else that was out there necessarily passed or was available to take the audit so i'm not saying anything against the other ones i just know that and they all run other types multiple types of businesses in store brick and mortar many of them offer the cpa available so you can go online and chat you can video chat with them if you have a question mm-hmm. um that's usually a paid service you know as we talked about mm-hmm. earlier when you're calling your tax friend this they're going to offer you a tax friend in case you don't have a tax friend so those <laughs> things are important what you said we could say that again those the ones that um are free necessarily aren't totally free you might have to pay this file state and then the ones you just named and mentioned have gone through a little um yeah security audit. check security to make sure check. i mean you know that, that's the problem is you know in this day and age Anybody can make a piece of software and throw it on out there. And what you really want to make sure of, you know, think about how sensitive that information is that you're putting in the tax return. 
I mean, I'm talking about not just my social security number, my, my wife's information is in there, my children's information is in there, bank account information is in there. If I'm going to have it, you know, maybe direct deposited into my account for a refund if I'm receiving one, or or if you're paying, you're you know, all of that other information. So you do want to make sure that whoever you're using, um, you know, you don't want to use uh, Joe's tax and chicken and waffles. You know, that's not the place you want to go to file. I know that might have been what Java was going to, we were going to start that place on up, but we're not going to be able to do that, Java. We can't do that, man. But, um, you know, so. Wait, it's, wait, and no, we're not saying anything against Joe's tax and chicken and waffles. No, but the chicken and waffles are a lot better than the tax services. That's what I'm kind of thinking. But, um, but you know, it's, it's just a matter of making sure that you're doing the right thing because you know we're all seeing, the commercials are coming out now. I think that you know people are kind of realized like, hey, I'm I'm wanting some, uh, you know, this doesn't have to be all that difficult mm-hmm. for a majority of us. That doesn't mean for all of us, but for a majority of us. But yeah, you want to make sure that it's secure, and we say that a lot on here. Just because something's free doesn't mean it's necessarily bad, mm-hmm. but you don't want to just jump on something because it is free. Um, you know, there's a lot of free software that Jeremy and I have talked about on multiple episodes that are wonderful pieces of software and there's some stuff out there that's worth exactly what you pay for it. So, and, and Jeremy, what do you feel about um, people being real cautious about the tax software they choose? Well, in addition to the other things that were mentioned, you've also got home addresses, phone numbers and email addresses that they can get as well. So yeah, I'm with everybody else. You're definitely going to want to be on a secure site. Um, I've only used like the TurboTax and I think there's one other one, No, I think that was still TurboTax because it was like their freedom thing back when I was just working one job and didn't have very much going on. Um, But, yeah, uh, security definitely tops when you're putting any kind of information like that in online. True. All right. Well, we have our first caller for today from Waveland, Mississippi. Let's go. Let's speak with Michael. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. 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 Do you have a question for us or a comment this morning? Well, I have a question. How much money can a person make when they're also drawing Social Security for tax reasons? <laughs> okay, uh, Michael. Well, I have a CPA here, and we're go- today we're talking about tax software, uh, the difference between oh. doing it yourself, right? Uh, that okay. would have been a good question for our on legal terms or money talk show uh, that aired on yesterday. So if you want to um, email uh, money talks, they may can answer that question for you. They did taxes yesterday and maybe that producer can steer you in the correct way. Okay. That sounds great. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. All right. And again, we want to mention that, uh, reiterate that today's show is about tech software, doing it yourself. We're going to talk about IRS.gov. We're going to talk about um, paying more uh, for software or paying more for professional services and ways to be um, not to get taken this year because we talked exactly. about that. We're going to talk about a lot of fraudulent companies that um, are not out to help you but out to hurt you. Exactly. So things to be aware of. So that's what we're going to talk about today on today's show. And, of course, any general tech question, if you're having trouble with a phone or a computer or laptop, give us a call as well. And so, I'm also going to talk about chicken and waffles because yes. now, dang it, I'm craving them. Joe's, yeah, now we got to go for I chicken I want to mention something, mm-hmm. too, by the way. We were talking about websites and security. A lot of, um, I know last year I filed on my mobile phone. They offer apps to file. Really? And it's a little, um, maybe you can ask the tech guys. I felt more secure doing that. You can, you know, oftentimes you start and stop in the process. Oh, yeah. You need p- paper. And it was just easier if you, you know, taking your phone with you. It seemed more secure. Would a mobile app be more secure than Ooh, a wireless? I would feel. Well, you anyway. know, it, uh, in, in my mind, it depends on where that mobile app's connecting. If your mobile app is just using the Wi Fi in your house, it's absolutely no different than your computer. Um, now, if your mobile app is on a cellular, if you're currently using the cellular tower. Uh, at least in my experience, those are typically harder to compromise. Uh, people don't like, you know, ticking off the FCC, basically. Um, and again, uh, so on a cellular network, personally, I'd feel a little bit better. Um, and But then also I would kind of go to the whole, you know, Apple versus Android. Are you using a, a, a legit version? I mean, you know, making sure that you're, you're – just like your computer, making sure that it's secure. 
Jeremy? Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. You just want to make sure it's the actual legit app because it's possible for apps to look like other apps, but they're really malware or they're really they may masquerade as the actual app, but they're stealing your information or what have you. Mm-hmm. So be very mm-hmm. careful when uh, playing with apps. Uh, me personally, I would just go directly to the website or use the software on my computer. Um, but you know, it, it depends on. Um, how much info you're putting in there, I guess. I mean, doing all your taxes on your phone, I I wouldn't do it. I'm not saying you can't. But, uh, you know, me and Wilts always have to look at things like technology is is secure because there are protocols in place that keep it that way. But as we found out on our recent show, uh, sadly, things aren't really that secure right now. So um, it, it, it... it's mostly safe, but knowing what I know about how technology works, I'm not I'm not going to do it. Now, the one thing I have seen is really cool. The phones are doing with some of the software, though, is taking pictures of your W-2s, recognizing that's the information. Benefit. Yeah, that's the one thing. And I have I actually did use that. I was following on my computer, but it's still linked up with my phone to pull my W-2 information. Um, but one thing I would caution folks on there, not that I've heard of this all too much, but if you're using technology to convert something from written over in the computer, make sure it transposes the numbers properly. Sometimes yes. if you don't get a really good focus, it could see a three as an eight or mm-hmm. something. And, you know, um, I think that's one of the things. And I think, you know, whenever I think of accounting and accountants and CPAs, accuracy is yes. very important when we're talking about taxes. This is not one of those things that you can just fat Close finger a number. not good enough. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's my concern. And I guess I put that in my notes today. Personally, I would rather pay someone to do it correctly the first time than to have, like you said, an eight and it should have been a three or and that throws off everything. And then you're three months later still trying to fix that one little problem. But remember, they're human, too. They can do the same thing. So that's why I think you need, to, you need to know what it is they're doing because a good you one need will to, do it less, though. Mm-hmm. Right. They'll do it less, <laughs> but but it can still happen. I mean, it, it could still happen. That's Which why is I'm, why you should double check your yeah. paperwork. Right. Yeah, yeah and, exactly. And double th- check it. That's a good segue to go into our next segment. Um, ensuring the right software for you, and and what do you need when you're when you go to the store? Just say a uh, husband and wife. They just got married. They have their first child. They're going in the store. You talked about a few things that you look for, but what should they look for? What should what do they need in a great software? A good software for you, a good fit for you, and it's almost like picking an Apple or an Android program right now because once you put your first year's information in, uh, many of them offer you the opportunity to import your prior year, which is time-saving as you go on. So your first year will be a little bit more labor-intensive. The the worries, the things that bother you, we're going to buy a house, we had a child, we just got married, and maybe somebody moved Mm -hmm. because of the marriage. Write all of those down. And I would look online first at the software and see what each one offers you and what's covered in the different packages. It's almost kind of um, like shopping for a phone service anymore. You have different packages, there's different options. If you want the additional help, you know, do they offer 24-hour service? Is there a charge? Is it free service during certain hours? What's going to work for you? Figure out, you know, am I only going to be doing my taxes at night after work and I need after hours help? You know, is that going to cost more with this company versus that company? Um, Many of them, if you go online, also will give you kind of, you know, screenshots so you can see how the user interface works. You mentioned the info buttons. There's questionnaires to ask you. It's much more simple. And it's on every software. 2E file must go through a screening process, A, to make sure it captures all the information it needs, and B, so that it can be transported into the government website correctly. So they're going to try to get everything. It's up to you as the user to make sure you enter it correctly. And if you know what your challenges and your worries are, that's going to make the process that much easier. Okay. And now what is e-filing? I, I'm just asking for everyone who, who doesn't want to ask this question. I know we should know, but what is e-filing? E-filing is the process of electronically submitting your information to the government. And there's a couple stages of that happening. And And if you've ever filed electronically, you would have seen that. The first stage is Everything's in there, and they say you're ready to submit. And so you're going to submit your information to the IRS. And the IRS does a really quick scan, and they accept it. That doesn't mean your tax return has been approved and your refund's coming away right now. It's just been accepted in its form. And then it will go through a series of checks. And by your information being in digital format, 
and the data being stored into the computers, it can run all these checks. It can process the returns much faster. So now you're seeing an average of 21 days for a refund check, as it used to be, what, a couple months when like, we were growing yeah. up? Four, yeah. six, eight wow. weeks, stuff like that. Yes. Well, we're going to take another quick break, but when we get back, we'll continue our tax time tech discussion. Now, phone lines are open, so give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four, 672 7464 or online at everyday tech at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Everyday Tech only on MPB Think Radio. There's one for you, <laughs> and 19 for me. Cause I'm the tax man. Yes, I'm the tax man. That man is rough. Now dig this. Should 5% appear too small? An evening of jazz can be just what the doctor ordered. Join me, Meredith Michelle, with WJSU's Evening Jazz, 7 to 10 weeknights on MPB Music Radio. In 2018, connecting to MPB Think Radio and MPB Music Radio just got a lot easier. If you own a smart home device, such as Amazon Echo or Google Home, you can now ask for MPB by name. Say, Alexa, play MPB Think Radio for up-to-date news and your favorite local programs. Or say, Alexa, play MPB Radio for great music to get you through your day. And that's it. You're connected. With any smart home device, just ask for us by name. Alexa, play MPB Think Radio, where Mississippi is our mission. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MVP Think Radio. Worry, you better. Discouraged, I don't know. Every time I see a 10 out of my pocket it goes. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with our technology expert, Will Contrary, I'm just laughing at it. He just said, I hate Texas. He does. He, people feel that way. I know. Does. He threw me off a little bit. <laughs> Look, no offense, our CPA here today, Emily Cornell. Uh, she's a CPA and um, they uh, with Newcore Steel. And, uh, you know, again, no offense to you. People don't like taxes. They anymore. don't. <laughs> I, in fact, I, I told a few family members I would be on the radio today. I was uh-huh. excited about it. And they're like, oh, great. I'm going to go to lunch. <laughs> that sounds like the most boring thing ever. Well, this today, is a great. This has been a great show. You know, really. well, uh, if you're just tuning in today, we've been talking about tax time tech and things that you should look out for. Should you file your taxes individually or should you consult a professional? Uh, what software, if you're going to do it by yourself, what software to buy, what things you should look for in buying the best software. We're going to go to the phone lines, but when we finish our uh, caller, we're going to talk about things that you should look out for, even using a professional or the pop-up tax places with the dancing sign outside. Should you go in there and get that big super refund they've been promising you or should you not? So we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. If you have any tax nightmare comments Please give us a call. I love to hear those. Or if you have any um, questions about any general um, information that you want to ask, give us a call at one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Now let's go to Houston, Mississippi, and speak with Jim. Good morning, Jim. How are you? I'm doing hey, Jim. great. I, I have a question. I, I had planned to do my taxes on the IRS website, the free fillable forms. And I was going to use my computer at home over my Wi-Fi hotspot, one of those little candy bar cell phone shit yeah, things. You know? Yeah, is, is is that is that type of hot Wi-Fi connection secure enough to do that, or should I take it up to the accountant in town? We have some good accountants here in Houston. Well, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I would think that hotspot should be just fine. I mean, you're you're basically getting into that cellular network, and that's um, you're not you know you're not going to be sharing that with someone else. Nobody else should actually be on that on that connection with you. It's uh, you know, I would definitely say if somebody out there listening were thinking, oh, I'm going to go down to the local McDonald's and I'll get on there. No, 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 no. <laughs> but really, on that on that hotspot, you should be more than fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
you're going to be connected to the irs.gov website, which is going to be secured. So when you make that connection, it, it's, it's encrypted. I, I have used that before from my office, and I had surprisingly good luck doing that. But if you knew me, you'd really be surprised. But, but I, I, I can feel pretty confident about my connection to the, to the, the straight talk, through the Wi-Fi hotspot. Yep. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because that, that's a at that point, it's a private network. It's the same as you being on your private at the house. That you know, oh, you can you can keep an eye on and make sure that hey, nobody else is on there. It's it's a pretty secure connection. Very good. Thank yes, you sir. very much. All, All right, right, have Jim. a great day, Jim. Thank you. Now, if you have a question concerning software or um, anything else, please give us a call. We'll love to answer those questions for you. We have our tech on uh, deck today, Emily Cornell. She is a CPA and cost accountant for Newcore Steel in Flowood. Now, before the break, we were going to, um, we were talking about how to know what type of software to buy and what to look for. But you were saying that things that people should look for in when using a professional. Oh, yes. Um, there are downfalls to hiring a professional, too. I'm sure plenty of people have stories out there. Um, and again, as Wilt says all the time, you know, do your due diligence and just look and do some research some red red flags that you might want to look for if the professional saying their fees will be a percentage of your refund that is not a good thing <laughs> my face lit up i'm like what <laughs> who does that <laughs> you would be surprised oh, wow that that's not um a good incentive for the professional mm-hmm. to, to do their their work for you mm. um, well, it's kind of i think about that uh, you know just like uh you know commissioned I think of this a lot, kind of going back to some of the older computer stores that I won't mention, but when they had commissioned salespeople out there, hey, I'm going to go ahead and sell Grandma this super-duper gaming rig for exactly. umpty squat thousands of dollars when all she really needed to do was check her email. <laughs> well, and, you know, if your refund goes higher than what you were expecting, you know, most of us would think that was a good thing, but if it's really higher than what you're expecting, what's wrong on your return? Exactly. And, again, it comes back to you're the one that's going to have to pay the fines. Wow. And you talk about that, knowing knowing what what's going on in your refund and and is it a good practice to sit down with your uh provi- professional and go over exactly and this is the busiest time of year mm-hmm. so sometimes this may not be the best time of year but you can say hey you know i've got this it's all done and if if you're going to a cpa they can represent you in front of the tax authority so in front of the irs not everyone has that ability mm-hmm. so a cpa will give you a little bit better um review because that's their license on the line uh there are four different types of licenses. You have a tax attorney, you have a CPA, you have an enrolled agent. An enrolled agent is a license given out by the IRS for someone to be able to do your taxes and also represent you in a limited manner in front of the IRS. So if you are audited, they'll be able to help you with that. And then they have just what's called a preparer. Now, what are those? A preparer is really where you're going to see more in like what we call the pop-up tax places. It's They're not bad. They do have to pass a test, so they they are there's education there. They're, they have to be updated on the new rules. Um, you can go online to um, irs.gov and you can look for the prepared taxpayers ID and identification qualifications and credentials. I believe it's very long. It's a government, and they will list all the different requirements for the four different licenses, and you can look and see if somebody is up there. Um, if you are an enrolled agent or a prepared tax ID holder, you'll be listed. If it's a CPA or tax attorney, those are licensed by other by, um, licensing bodies. They may not be listed. That doesn't mean they're not credible. You just go to their licensing body. In Mississippi, you go to the state board, and they would let you know. The prepared ID number, they you know they have some education. Again, if you have a simple you know, I bought a house, we have a kid, your example that you have earlier, that might be a good bet for you if you want just somebody to kind of look over, you know, um, and and shop them, definitely. Find the right person for you. Don't just go into the first one because it's convenient. You know, ask them questions as they're asking you That's questions. That's what I want to talk about. You know, you have, and I might get in trouble for saying this, but you have Shakina working at McDonald's in the daytime, and she's, you know, her part-time job is working at Quickie Tax down the street. So... When you're going in Quickie Tax, and no offense to Quickie Tax, I'm just making a name up, and you go in Quickie Tax and Chicken and Waffles. Yeah, Quickie yeah. Tax, Chicken and Waffles, <laughs> and you walk in there, and you're giving them your information. That is challenging, and it's very important. That's that you... just your basic, mm-hmm. you know, the person I'm meeting. Do they seem really, you know, reliable? Exactly. You know, is it is a place secure? You know, how how 
And that's just some basic. I'm sure you give these tips, too, when you go in oh, there. Yeah. How secure is their software? Can anybody just go up and sign on to a computer? Mm-hmm. You know, are they, are they very secure? Um, H&R oh. Block is known for being very, very secure. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. if you kind of go in and scope them out and look how they have it set up, it's a good blueprint. But, you know, I, it just depends. Yeah, I mean, do you walk in there and do you see some previous customers' W-2s all over the table? Exactly. You can just sit there. You know, do they do they take the business seriously? It's like so many other things. It's, it's, I use, you know, I use buying a car a lot as an example. You know, when you walk into a car dealership, is there a certain feeling you get? If you go in there and you, that little hair stick up on the back of your neck, say, you know, if I'm if I'm walking around and I see like, you know, a check sitting out or, you know, there's a title, or here's someone's information, you know, mm-hmm. if they're not taking my, if they're not taking the security of my information seriously, how much can I trust them? And, and I think we a lot of times get allured by the, oh, I'm going to get a really good deal. You know, that's what I, was gonna say. I mean, mm-hmm. in all honesty, if you're owed a refund, which I mean, I think, you know, that's where a lot of us kind of hope to tend you know, to. If you're owed a refund, then by God, you want to get the refund that's owed to you. But going above and beyond that, that's fraud. That's, that's I mean, pricey. That's, <laughs> that, that's, you know, just remember, what was it that finally brought down the mob in Chicago? It was tax. Tax evasion. Mm-hmm. That's that's the that's the one government agency you really don't want to tick off. Right. And. You know, and, and lying's not worth it. And somebody sitting there say, oh, I can get you a heck of a lot more than exactly. this and the other. Make sure that, yes, if you're getting your maximum refund, that you're getting it by legitimate means mm-hmm. and don't fudge. Oh, yeah, no, you really did have this. You, you had a loss, didn't you? No, you didn't. Uh-huh. You can't deduct your cat as a, as a dependent. <laughs> and so, you know, I thought about that. I mean, my dog, you know, has, has papers. I mean, she's got a birth certificate. Is she you, not? A, you can't do uh, their medical expenses. It. No, sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> I've seen some vet bills. Many of us wish we could have the vet bills as so, medical expenses. So, yeah. I like, uh, let's go over what we said. If you walk in a Quickie Tax Chicken and Waffles and their W-2s all scattered around and um, you have different things and you see and you just don't feel comfortable, I su- we suggest you don't get your taxes done exactly. there. We're not saying all the small mom and pop tax service places are no. not reliable. But no, actually, I'm, I mean, we're really, you know, Jeremy and I both especially, we're really big supporters of the small business. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, and another really good thing to do, too, and we say this when it comes to buying any tech or buying anything. Ask around. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about folks. Now, do some searching online. Mm-hmm. People will tell you what they think. You may not like it, <laughs> but people will tell you what they think. See what people are saying. Yeah. Mom and pops, for the most part, are going to be really a good, I mean, if that's that's a lot of times you can work part-time during mm-hmm. the year, mm-hmm. and especially if it's people that have been in the business for a while, they've kept up with it, and they mm-hmm. might know tax fraud illegal tax shelter if it's something that's owed to you totally legal and mom mm-hmm. and pop sometimes will take the time to kind of comb through that right. a little bit more than maybe a pop-up place or not depending sometimes the pop-up places are using the software that you could right. you could use, use and so your house. ask that question yeah and i yeah. think too and something we keep kind of kind of going back to you start talking about like your mom and pops you start talking about the businesses that are established and are there at some point um, you know, I, I'm going to infer this from Jeremy's comment earlier. You work with the CPA. Well, I'm, I'm taking that to mean you probably work with them year after year. So they've gotten a chance to mm-hmm. know you. They've gotten a chance to understand what you're doing. There, there's a mutual investment back in understanding your situation. Right, right. 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 Yeah. And that's what my concern was. My mom's been doing is forever. I'm 44, so my whole life. Yeah. So she has clients Y'all, that she oh my looks gosh. 24. Oh my now. God. Well, my, you know, she's had clients that when I was little. So I've seen these people that she's been with them to get up with them. Exactly. So when I say mom and pop, of course, we're not putting them down. I'm saying kind of like pop up tax places that they don't know you from Adam and they could do something wrong. She doesn't really care. Those type of things. Like you said, if they really seem to not care about getting your uh, information correct. It's and not a good fit. No, it's not a good fit. We're going to take our last break, but when we get back, we'll continue our tax time software conversation with our special guest, CPA Emily Cornell. Now, if you have any questions or comments, please give us a call at one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. We'll be right back after the break. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. 
With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with technology experts, Wilf Couture and Jeremy Thompson. Now, if you missed any of our program, you can listen to the entire show at mpbonline.org slash everydaytech. It's also available on our MPB media app. Well, this morning we've been talking about tax time technology. And so far we've discussed everything from do-it-yourself options to the latest tax software with our guest, Emily Cornell. She's a CPA and cost accountant for Newcore Steel in Flowood. Now, we still have open phone lines, so there's time for you to get your questions answered. Please give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can email the show at everydaytech at mpbonline. Now, let's talk about the dreaded IRS.gov. Exactly. One of the things most softwares and a good professional should do for you at the end of your taxes is kind of give you a little review. This is where you stood last year. These are some things based upon what we went through of where you should go next year. You're looking at buying a house or you have the other child that's coming. So these are some things to think about. IRS.gov, tons of information. I will be the first one to admit it can be very overwhelming. If you Google irs.gov, you can find um, where's my refund. So it gives you information about when that refund is coming back to you. You can do a um, calculator to see what your withholding should be. And this is especially important, the tax changes that just went into effect. There are um, huge. (laughs) It's just a lot to go through. They did not require everybody to refile their information, their W-9 information and their I-9 information with their employers. They're going off of what you already had. However, it would be a really good idea if you go on to irs.gov probably after February, mid-March, when everything's been updated, enter in your pay stub information, and you can go to the um, withholding calculator and see if you're on track. I don't think everybody should expect a huge refund. That's like a, a free loan to the government. You should really want to about break even. That's the best way most financial planners will tell you. So you can go, you know, if you have two incomes coming in, put the information in it. It handles up to two. Um, it will calculate if you're on track, if you're going to owe, what changes you would need to make, you know, to your employer. And um, it'll even have a form that you can print out right there and, and update your information, give it to your employer so that you can be on track by the end of the year. You don't have to wonder. You know, go back in the fourth quarter. At the beginning of the fourth quarter, I always go in just to make sure, just to mm-hmm. see what's going. And um, that's Christmas time. So if I'm, you know, farther ahead because of changes or whatever, I'll, I'll make that adjustment if I need to. And it's kind of nice. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because exactly like what you said, if, you know, yeah, we all kind of, you know, I don't know, look forward to or people sometimes will be thinking about that big tax refund check coming back. But, you know, think about this. That was that you overpaid throughout the year you gave away your money out of your check (laughs) interest free interest free to the government for a year that you could have actually you know take take whatever you're overpaying in taxes bring it all back put it into a savings account at least get something back out of it because you're not getting interest over that year's money Mm -hmm. sitting there so so really getting a large tax refund every year is actually if i'm understanding you correct emily that's basically you're not doing the right thing throughout the year I wouldn't go so far as that. I don't want to. Well, not really. It's, you know, it's not a good yeah. vacation savings plan. Yeah. There, I mean, there's other other options that would be better. And if you do have changes through the year, you should definitely go through and check and make mm-hmm. sure when you add a child, um, when your children get older, certain, again, the tax laws are changing. But this this past year, you know, child care, um, it, it goes away after 13. You know, so if you're paying a lot for your child care, you get a credit for that. You don't get a credit after afterwards. Mm. Um, I might be getting a little too specific here. Mm. I don't want to get too specific, but if you, there's and the questions are in depth, so 
if you are worried about a DIY, it is a good thing to go through the withholding calculator on, on IRS.gov. And if you can get through that fine, you should be fine with the tax software because mm. it's very similar. It's kind of like a, a nice trial run. Okay. I just wanted to add that um, if, if you're having trouble picking out a tax software, um, I can't speak for the others, but I know that TurboTax on their website, you can go to their online products and you can check the different options like I have children or dependents or I, re- I have a job or received a W-2 or I donated to charity or I own a business or whatever. And it'll help you narrow down which software is going to meet your needs based on what you're doing. All right. So Wilts and I'll end with you and then end with Emily. Any last words for our people that are listening? If they're thinking about doing their taxes themselves this year or they're thinking about taking it to a professional or using the same one, what are some last thoughts? Well, really just, um, you know, from my standpoint, don't be afraid to give it a shot yourself. I, I was one of those that really thought once, you know, I had uh, had multiple children and multiple incomes and, oh, you know, bought a house, did this and that and the other. It really was not as intimidating as I thought it was. I think that I used to be intimidated by going down to the post office and getting in the old booklets and trying to go through that. But with the advances in technology, with the software out there, with the fact that, you can look up and you can get help from, you know, legitimate folks and, you know, not just Joe Blow off the street. But with the information that's available at our fingertips now, it's really something we can all do and really do need to take um, and you know pay attention to our own finances. Emily, last words? I absolutely review your taxes before you sign them and send them in. You are the one that's responsible for it whichever way you go. So review your taxes. Even if you use a professional, review your taxes with that CPA or that tax preparer. Also be knowledgeable. Know what you're doing. Don't just leave it up to uh, your tax preparer or the pop-up tax places to think that they're going to do it right. Know your numbers. I like that. I like that. That's good. Know your numbers. numbers. Jeremy, any last thoughts on security on um, using software? Uh, definitely check for the green lock up on the top of the websites. Uh, read reviews. Make sure the software is good. Find out what people didn't like about it, if it was legit or if it was something petty, like we always say. And just uh, use your best judgment. Use common sense. And when in doubt, Google it. All right. Well, we want to thank our special guest today, CPA and cost accountant for from for New Course Deal, Emily Cornell, for joining us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. I enjoyed it very much. Yes. To hear today's show or previous shows, visit mpbonline.org slash everyday tech or download the free MPB radio app. Java Chapman was our engineer and our phone screener was Lori Thompson. For Woods Couture and Jeremy Thompson, I'm Michelle McAdoo. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy with Dr. Rick DeShazo and join us next week at 10 for another episode of Everyday Tech. This is MPB Think Radio. If you've got the money, honey, I've got the time. We'll go honky-tonking and we'll have a time. We'll have more fun, baby, all the way down the line. If you've got the money, honey.